let's talk about home loans, specifically lender's mortgage insurance or LMI. If you've heard of that term before, or maybe you haven't, then you're not sure what it is or how it works, or maybe you've heard that it's an awful thing or it's a, it's a good thing. This is the episode for you. I'm going to explain what lender's mortgage insurance is, the positives of it and the things that we should be a bit concerned about as well. I'll let you know my thoughts on lender's mortgage insurance and I'll also let you know how you can go about avoiding paying lender's mortgage insurance. Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of home and property inspiration bringing you clever tips and advice from the very best experts and real-life Renault stories with your host, Joe Violetta. Hello, as the fancy musical introduction said, I'm Joe Violetta. I am your host. Now, if you're listening to this show in real time, I will let you know that we are still in stage four lockdown COVID-19 restrictions here in Melbourne. So I am recording this episode from home. So if you hear any background noises, for example, kids, that's why. We're all, we're all here together. If we haven't met before, hello, welcome. It's a pleasure to be in your ears. I own Violetta Finance, which is an award-winning mortgage brokerage. I own it with my husband, Carl. He is Violetta Finance's mortgage broker. And as always, this episode is brought to you by Violetta Finance. If you need help with refinancing your mortgage or home loans or property investment loans, we would be delighted to help you. Okay, let's talk about lender's mortgage insurance. So first of all, what is it? Well, it is a one-off charge that usually gets included in your loan amount, but is occasionally paid up front. So when I say loan amount, I, I mean your home loan amount. If you want to buy a property, but you don't have a 20% deposit saved, the chances are that you will need to pay LMI, lender's mortgage insurance. There's often a bit of confusion about lender's mortgage insurance around who it protects. And it's unlike most insurances that protect you, it doesn't protect you. It doesn't protect you, the borrower, the person taking out the home loan. It actually protects the bank. So let's say you default on your home loan, it protects the bank. Now, how much is LMI usually? How much does LMI cost? Well, the lender's mortgage insurance premium can vary. Each bank and lender use different LMI providers. The cost is calculated based on the price of the property that you're buying, how much deposit you actually have. So you might not have 20%, but you might have 15, or you might have 10, or you might have 5%. So it'll vary depending on how much you've got saved. And also the term of the home loan. So is the home loan for 20 years or 30 years? All of those factors will affect how much lender's mortgage insurance you need to pay, you'll have to pay. What are the benefits of lender's mortgage insurance? Because it sounds well, not that great at the moment. It's an extra charge that you have to pay, fee that you have to pay. <laughs> it doesn't even protect you. Well, the benefits are that it means that 
If you don't have a 20% deposit saved up, that won't necessarily stop you from buying a property. It can allow you to, you know, if you're a first-home buyer, buy a property sooner, uh, enter the property market sooner than um, you would have been able to if you waited to save up the 20% deposit or, you know, buy that property sooner than you would have been able to without the 20% deposit. So it allows you to do that. And, you know, some people might choose to do that because they'll be looking at the long-term trend of property prices in the area that they want to buy in and see that those property prices are trending upwards. They're like, you know what, I want to enter the market now before prices increase, you know, even more. Another benefit, well, it's kind of the same benefit, but I'll, I'll give you an example. A lot of Carl's clients actually they, uh, you know, are on decent incomes and let's say for first home buyers, they're renting at the moment and they're paying their rent quite comfortably, but they might have kids as well. And so they're sort of balancing the family budget while paying rent and it's, they're able to save, but they just can't realistically save that 20% deposit. So what LMI allows them to do is to buy a property, enter a property enter the property market, I should say, sooner than they would have been able to by paying the lender's mortgage insurance. And, uh, you know, a lot of clients have contacted me to provide testimonials and case studies after they bought their first property uh, using LMI. And what they've found is that they're, and this isn't going to happen in every case, but, you know, in, in many clients' cases, what, what we found is that they have been out there mortgage repayments are actually lower than what they were paying in rent. So they're in a better financial position and they've now entered the property market. So there can be a benefit in paying lenders mortgage insurance. But you know, listening to this podcast, this is general information. And what you really want to do is speak to a property finance expert. Um, so for example, a mortgage broker, get them to look at your unique circumstances and figure out what is the best strategy what is the best strategy for you okay so let's take a look at some of the concerns some of the things we need to be mindful of um, when we're thinking about lenders mortgage insurance and I've covered some of them already but let's get really clear on them so as I mentioned before it doesn't protect you the borrower lenders mortgage insurance, protects the bank. So that means if you default on your mortgage, you're not protected. Also, it is an extra cost. Property purchase costs don't just include the deposit. There's other costs that you need to factor in. And um, so, you know, this is just adding to that. It can end up, lenders mortgage insurance can be quite expensive. And as I mentioned before, Lender's mortgage insurance is often added to your loan amount, so it's rolled into the amount. So that's going to increase how much you owe, and so that's going to increase how much you owe every month, you know, with your repayments. And also, if it's added into your home loan, it means that you will pay interest on it. So again, you really need to think about your personal circumstances, get some professional advice and come up with the right strategy for your goals and also you know what what you're able to realistically afford. And on that note, so let's say that you can't 
save up a 20% deposit. And that, you know, that's a, it's a pretty hefty sum. But let's say you, you're struggling even to scrape together a 5% deposit. That should raise some concerns for you because you need to be able, you need to think about if I can't even save this 5% deposit, for example, am I going to be able to service my loan? And you need to sort of factor in some risk, do a bit of a risk assessment as well. Well, maybe I'll just be able to pay my loan repayments, you know, based on my current income. But what would happen if I lost my job or my partner lost their job or their incomes? Um, sorry if you can hear the background sound. As I said, I'm at home with kids at home and <laughs> um, they're playing. Yes, you need to think about, you know, would I be able to continue to make my repayments if, if things changed for me? So the thing is, the more deposit you have, the less risk you're, you're taking. A high deposit provides a, a buffer. So again, I know I keep repeating myself, but you really need to think out your, your, your strategy here and um, yeah, get, get some advice. So what do I personally think of lenders mortgage insurance? And this is just my personal opinion. I'd love for people not to have to pay LMI, but for many, it's the only way they'll be able to buy a home. So I think respect the opportunity that it presents to you as a, as a borrower, but also be mindful of the potential downside. We just need to understand it and know how and when to use it and then how to use it to our advantage. Okay, so those are the, the, the pros and cons, I suppose, and what you need to consider. But how can you avoid paying lender's mortgage insurance? Well, obviously, first up, if you can save a 20% deposit, then you'll be able to avoid paying lender's mortgage insurance. And that is the holy grail. That is the ideal situation. But as I said, might not be realistic for everyone. So let's look at some other ways that you can avoid paying lender's mortgage insurance. There's the first home loan deposit scheme, and that's a government initiative. It's for first home buyers. If you're an eligible first home buyer, you can buy a house with as little as 5% deposit, and you will not need to pay lender's mortgage insurance. Now, I'm going to do a whole episode on the first home loan deposit scheme in the future. That's coming in a couple of weeks' time. But if you simply can't wait, then um, you could head on over to our website and we've got a blog post about the first home loan deposit scheme there. I will pop a link to it in the show notes. Now, another way you could potentially avoid paying lender's mortgage insurance without having that 20% deposit is if you're in certain eligible professions. Uh, so what do I mean by that? Well, some lenders will waive uh, lender's mortgage insurance fees for people in certain professions. So for example, medical practitioners, dental practitioners, specialists. Some lenders will waive LMI for chiropractors, veterinarian, oh, this is a tricky word, veterinarians, veterinarians, vets, optometrists, physiotherapists, lawyers, and accountants. So definitely worth checking out whether the lender, lender that you want to apply for a home loan with would consider your profession to be an eligible profession. You might be able to um, secure an LMI waiver. 
Also, um, at the moment, I'll give you an actual specific bank example here. Bank of Melbourne, um, at the moment, they're offering $1 lender's mortgage insurance to eligible first-home buyers. So a great saving, $1. <laughs> You're not going to pay much interest on that. You could pay that up front. So the Bank of Melbourne offer and also the first home loan deposit scheme there for first home buyers, but the waivers for eligible professionals, that is not limited to just, uh, usually isn't limited to just first home buyers. So it's definitely worth investigating to see if you um, could secure some sort of LMI waiver or first home loan deposit scheme, or if you'd be eligible for, you know, a special offer if your lender is providing some sort of special offer on LMI like the Bank of Melbourne one. Another way to avoid paying lenders mortgage insurance is a security guarantor loan. So this is where someone, and it's usually a close relative such as a parent, will use the equity in their property to help you secure yours. Now, having a guarantor on your loan often means that you won't need any deposit at all, and it also helps you avoid paying lender's mortgage insurance. But I've got to say, this option isn't right for everyone. There are risks involved, uh, and it is essential that you get professional advice before you apply for this type of loan and really, um, you know, really think about it um, because, yeah, as I said, there are risks involved and it's not for everyone. So if you can't avoid paying lenders in mortgage insurance, then try to reduce how much you need to pay as much as possible. And the way to do that is to try to save up as much deposit as possible. There can be a big difference between what you have to pay in LMI, for example, between a 10% deposit compared to a 5% deposit. So save, save, save as much as you realistically can. So look, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that LMI is evil. It serves a purpose in some cases. But hey, you know what? If you can avoid paying it and save money, why wouldn't you? If you want more information on lenders mortgage insurance, we've got a blog post on it on our website. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dream Home Movement. It was a lot of fun chatting with you. Now, before I sign off, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I would really appreciate it. I don't know if it helps other people find the podcast, but it would certainly encourage them to listen to it and that would be great so we can help more people achieve their dream home goals. All right, I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Home Movement. Be sure to come over and say hi on Facebook and Instagram. I hope that your dream home projects are going well and I look forward to chatting with you again next week.